You are listening to I Hate Average Podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. Alright, another week, another episode, I Hate Average Podcast. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Thank you guys for continuing your support. Last week was great. Shout out to Noshi Fabius. I had a great time talking it up with Noshi about breaking dead men brushes. It's a great uh, content creator. Check out her website again. Breaking Demon Brushes last week was fun. This week, got two great guests at the same time. The lovely ladies of Good Girls Behaving Badly podcast, Chanel and Sydney. Uh, we talked about everything from uh, dating nowadays to podcasting to trust issues to our love of uh, HBO's Insecure. <laughs> Um, so we talked it up a lot of, about a lot of things, light conversation, a lot of fun. Um, so check it out. Good girls behaving badly. All right, everyone. I'm here with I have the lovely ladies of the podcast. Good girls behaving badly. I have here Sydney and Shanae. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad I got you guys on. Um, I'm a fan of your podcast. I've been checking out the last couple of episodes. So um, tell me what guys what got you guys into podcasting. Well, um, we had a radio show in undergrad. We went. We've known each other since middle school. Went to undergrad together, and we had a radio show together for three years in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Then we um graduated, and like I moved, and so things kind of fell off. So now that I'm back home, and we're kind of settled in our jobs for now, we decided why not start a podcast, kind of get going what we had before, because we've grown so much since undergrad, and our opinions have changed so much. And so we kind of wanted to share that and regain the audience from before and get a new audience as well. Definitely, definitely. So where did the name come from, Good Girls Behaving Badly? <laughs> you know, it actually started because I would I would complain to Sydney, like, everyone keeps asking me for advice. I should just be a therapist. I should start a blog. She was like, yeah, you should start one. And Sydney is really good at names. Like, she named my other company that I have. So I was like, well, what do I name it? And she just threw out, like, ten names, like, <laughs> back to back, back to back. And then Good Girls Behaving Bad. And I was like, ooh. I felt like it was kind of kind of dirty in a good way. It was, okay. like, intriguing. So it, it was very random. Like, yeah. she just thought of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, It is catchy. And it seems because I guess you guys are the good girls, yeah. Uh, I guess the college girls, the the corporate America ladies, but I guess it shows like the behind the scenes conversations. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, we all have those moments. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, I guess you know, of course, you guys have been friends for a long time, and you had the past show, um, and you have a cool relationship. So, is there any topics that you guys feel is kind of like off limits that you guys would, you know, y'all know, you have an understanding to not talk about? Well, I, so far we've come to the agreement not to use names of our right. exes. <laughs> like, we talk about our past relationships, but we will not use names because some of them do listen. And, and some <laughs> of them are still in our lives. So we, yeah. And then um, another rule, we have like a lot of debate on like the presidential election. So okay. we talk about it a little, but we don't go too in deep 
um, yeah. in depth on it. And I think, I think part of the reason because we know each other. So like, if we're recording, and her face kind of tenses, I know to like move on, right? And vice versa, because okay. like, I think as we continue, maybe we'll share more personal information about ourselves. Yeah. Um, but right now we try to keep it cool. I mean, we do want our listeners to feel like they know us, but like, it's kind of us getting used to everyone like really knowing us because even on campus when we were in Dell State it was a closed circuit radio yeah. station so okay. it wasn't like everybody could hear you so mm-hmm. we're now where we're like we're on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud it's a little it's more open than we're used yeah. to yeah, so yeah I, think I think as we get as we keep going you'll hear more from us but we'll definitely never say names ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll maybe give nicknames yeah maybe nicknames but like I don't need nobody coming with fire in my inbox trust me that is what would happen yeah, definitely definitely that, that's a good rule that's a great rule so when you guys had the show um was you guys like talking giving dirt on like certain professors or things like that no, it was a lot about relationships still back then, but like we we both were very like early in the kind of the dating game and all of that. So a lot of our opinions on things weren't from experience. And so I will say that like some of the things that we thought and that we really was like naive, like Yeah, <laughs> and I think a lot of times like at our college show we would have guests a lot. Yeah. Okay. So we could kind of feed off from people mm-hmm. and their energy and their stories. And the guests kind of vary. Like, it varied from our friends to actual, like, up-and-coming artists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So cool. I think now us having to kind of, like, really sell ourselves yeah, and I guess our chemistry different. is different. I feel like now we have to kind of, like, prove that we're engaging because, like, yeah. we don't have anybody else to, like... To feed off of and also like at a radio station you have music right so like if the topic people can call in so like you always have input from other people and like if the topic is getting dry you can always play a song Mm -hmm. now it's just us talking so it's a lot more of us bearing who we really are and like it's like we're showing all definitely definitely i mean it seems to be working i've been interested i've been checking out your your, uh your episodes Thank you so much. Uh-huh. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So I'm, I'm going to put my fan hat on. I'm going to stop interviewing you guys. So can we do the weekend updates with you guys? Uh, I know you like to start off with the weekend <laughs> updates. <laughs> So, this weekend, um, we actually, we went to a wine tasting together. It was for a non-profit event. And so, that was fun. You know, who doesn't like wine? So, that's one. who doesn't like chicken wings? (laughs) I had chicken wings, I had cheese, and I had wine. That's That's a great event. And it's funny, like, when we talk about our weekends, because we are best friends. So, a lot of times, like, part of our weekends is together. Okay. So we try to also cover the part of our weekends that we didn't spend together. But the problem is, I don't have a life. But you know what? I'm working on that. That's just a personal tidbit. I'm going to start going out a little bit more. But, I mean, this weekend, see, I'm boring again. I went to, like, the produce market. I went to Walmart. I did homework. Yeah. Right. Like, that's always my weekend. I went to, like, I went to a baby shower. That's, so, that's I mean, interesting. It was fun, though. Yeah, because it was, like, one of my childhood friends' baby showers, and, like, we don't get to see each other that much, so I got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. So it was, it, I think it was a really fun baby shower. Um, I, like, I'm usually bored at baby showers, but. Definitely. <laughs> so what, what shows do you get? I know you like to talk about the show. What shows did y'all check out on Sunday? 
Oh, um, well, I'm actually, I'm already caught up on online shows. So I'm a big, uh. like, I, really, I watch a lot on ABC. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love Quantico. Yeah. Yep, I love yep. Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, which that show is really tossing me somewhere. <laughs> and that's so particular, like, you have to pay attention. Yeah. You look at your phone for two seconds. And you you didn't miss something. something <laughs> and you thrown off for the whole entire. Sometimes episode. I had to rewatch the yes. episode. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes I have to watch it with subtitles because I'm deaf. And when they whisper, <laughs> I still miss stuff. Uh, and then like another show that you did, I watched all the same the sh- same shows that she watched, but I also watched um, Insecure. Okay. Um, I really like that show so far. I think it was yeah, it was only the third episode, and so that comes out every heard Sunday. About that. I need to watch that. It yeah. was really good, and I think it's like it's real. It shows like a real like black female perspective. Hmm. Yeah. I, I missed last. I missed last night. Insecure. I missed it. Yeah, I need to get caught up. Clearly, you guys are <laughs> ahead. I need to watch it. I'll put that on my list. Right. So one of your episodes, you guys were, were talking about um cheating and I think I forgot who it was and one of you guys was talking about emotional cheating can you kind of elaborate on that again let people know what emotional cheating is to me emotional cheating is like if you're confiding in someone when you know you should be confiding in your spouse so like talking to someone and having a conversation with someone about what you should do like in the situation your spouse is okay because like we do that with our friends anyway but you know that like, there's a boundary, and so it's like when you're confiding them in the, to the point where they know things about you that your spouse may not know, or they know things about you that only your spouse should know, or a spouse or partner should know. Yeah. That's what emotional cheating is to me. Plus, I would piggyback and say that is that, and then the fact that if I'm having to delete a message thread, mm-hmm. if I'm like don't want him to touch my phone. Mm-hmm. If I'm really guarded over this one particular person, like I don't say too much. Oh, he's just just a friend, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something's up. Something is up. Yeah. And I think a lot with cheating, you instantly go to the physical. But a lot of people emotionally cheat more than the physical. Yeah. You're texting, like she said, you're being vulnerable with someone that you should be vulnerable with your partner. And I think sometimes that's overlooked because we automatically look at, oh, she had sex with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was like banging her. But it's like that that emotional intimacy to me would piss me off even just more. as much <laughs> as if he was like banging somebody. Yeah. I'm I'm pissed either way. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. I mean, but sometimes people do that, I guess, because it's certain things that they don't want to talk about with their partner just to avoid arguments, so they want to vent mm-hmm. to someone of the opposite sex. Maybe. No. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, right. <laughs> so, this is for me. If you're trying to t- talk to someone about something to avoid an argument with your partner, that's never okay. If you want to talk to a friend about how to address it with your partner, Hi. then that's okay. But... If you're scared to get in an argument with it, with your partner about it, then you probably need to discuss it with your partner anyway. Like, avoiding an argument, no, that's not okay. And I think when you let stuff bottle up like that, like you're not discussing the issues, I think that, one, that what causes cheating. Mm-hmm. And then, two, that that's just true. causes stress to the relationship because while you may be upset or feeling some type of way, she could be totally oblivious, and you didn't even give her the chance to, like, try to work with you you didn't give her an opportunity to make things work because like maybe if she knew this was bothering you 
or whatever the case may be. Maybe she'd be okay to change her behavior. Mm-hmm. Maybe she would talk. Like when we make those assumptions in relationships, we're shooting our own self in the foot. Mm-hmm. We're causing as much as we like to say, well, I'm not going to say nothing because I don't feel like starting something. You're starting something <laughs> by not saying something because yeah, it never goes away. It right. will come up again later and, and it will fester. Right. I, I agree. I just think when it comes to the relationship stuff, we need to be able to express our feelings. And on our episode tonight that we'll post, we <laughs> okay. talked about the problem with just generation, just people in general, not being okay to feel and to express themselves. Yeah. And I think that is like ruining relationships and not just our generation, but even older. Like yeah. if you're, if you want to be with someone and have these couple goals, hashtag love, yeah. love is a choice and it's work. Right. It's not just to keep pictures. So you right. have to be ready and okay to have uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay to be vulnerable, to put your wall down, your walls down and to be real with someone. So it's like, if you're not ready to do that, you probably shouldn't be in a relationship. Right. Yeah. That is true. I, I think our generation is just, we have problems with communication period, not just relationally, but like business wise. It, I think it, it's a divide with communication. So it's kind of, you don't want to have that tense conversation. It's difficult. Yeah. And like, actually I did leave out something and it kind of relates to this topic that happened to me this weekend. I didn't even get to tell Shanae yet. One of my ex's girlfriends what? called me <laughs> because okay, so she he let her borrow her phone, his phone, and in his phone, my name is Do Not Answer, wow. which to her was like that's a sign that he she needed to call the number. And so, um, so she called me and was just asking who I was and if she had anything to worry about, and I felt like it, she didn't have anything to worry about because I haven't seen him in months. But my thing was, this is a conversation that you need to be having with him. Why are you reaching out to someone outside of your relationship to check and see if he's doing anything wrong? You need to be checking that with him. Of course. I mean, and she shouldn't have felt threatened if he said, do not answer. So he must not want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> How about that's what I said, and that, That's one thing I said to her. I said, well, I haven't seen him in months. And clearly, if I did call him, he would not answer because that's my name in his phone. So, but that was just a prime example of like, if she would have went to him, she would have got that answer right away because we have not seen each other in months and she literally has nothing to worry so about. So was she snooping? How did she? She had, she, he let her borrow his, her, But his she phone, was snooping. But she was snooping. Cause that's a, when you look for stuff, you find stuff. Exactly. That's the honest truth. But I'm on the phone and I'm like, now I'm trying to convince your girlfriend that nothing's going on with me because she was snooping through your phone and didn't feel like comfortable coming to you about it. Mm-mm. Better than me. <laughs> so you guys, yeah, y'all don't believe in uh, looking through your partner's phones or looking uh-huh. through. Okay. Well, I, I feel like I'm a hypocrite because I feel like <laughs> I don't want nobody in my phone, but if I want to look in his, I should. I'm growing. I'm growing. Don't judge me. So, <laughs> so while I'm not really gonna look through my partner's phone, like, do I think about it? Do I want to? Absolutely. No, I have to say I do sometimes. I mean, I, would I, given the opportunity, like if he gave me his phone and was like, "Here, look through it." Yeah, I would, but yeah. I'm not about to go. When would sneak. that happen, though? That would never happen. It, yeah, you're right. It? it would never. But it, I'm not about to go snooping through your phone because, just like you said, then I'm gonna find something that may be nothing and get all upset, and I just don't need it. 
whatever needs to come to the light will eventually come to the light, and I don't need to be searching to find it. Like I said, like, I agree with her, but I know myself, so, like, <laughs> given an opportunity, I probably would sneeze. Like, if I knew his code, mm-hmm. if I could, like, if he went to the bathroom or took a shower and I could, like, look really quickly, I probably would. <laughs> when when does that come up? Like, let's say it's, like, the third date. Are you thinking about, like, looking through it, or does it nah, take time? That's too, uh, too soon. You, you think about that kind of stuff when, like, you're, like, Six plus months in, I would agree. And you lay in his bed, and he in the bathroom, and his phone on a nightstand, and it just happens to ring. It's a but, but why? Do, if everything, if everything is good, it's six months in. You good? You lay in his bed, so that means things must be good. Why even? Why would that cross your mind? Because, um, because wow, it's like it's like the forbidden fruit. <laughs> everything is going fine, but you see it and you wonder, and so it's like. I just want to see if there's anything there. I just want to taste the apple. Right. And so that's all it is. It's like the unknown. But I think also this is when like your baggage comes into play, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, if you maybe have trust issues or you've been burned in the past, I think that can come to light when it gets to like the snooping thing. Yeah. I do believe snooping is unhealthy, but like (laughs) I can't lie, I've done it. (laughs) I I was a queen at one point of social media stalking. So you're you're recovering now. To send a screenshot and be like, "Who is this?" (laughs) I'm grown up. I'm not like that anymore. Okay. So (laughs) speaking speaking of baggage, one of your other episodes you was talking about body counts. So you still have the same beliefs that you had before about the body counts? I really do. And you know what? I've got so much she got backlash a bunch of flat for, for my comments, like to the point where people would like in person walk up to me and be like, you know, I, I just didn't agree. Or what are you trying to say? And I was like, one, thank you guys for listening. You guys are really, thank you. So many people are listening. And then second was like, I feel like this is a good time to tell my side. <laughs> Look, the my my opinion, I think, really comes from how I was raised, mm-hmm. how sex, how that was explained to me and taught to me. Mm-hmm. I was taught that, you know, this is something very special. You don't just give it out to anyone. It should be in thoughtful, loving relationships. And my, and my mom, were all, my mom was realistic. So, like, you know... I, I am a Christian, and although she wanted me to wait till I was a mar- you know, married, she was realistic. And she was like, for me, she was like, I want you to, whoever you engage with, if it doesn't work out, will you regret that experience? Right. If wow. the answer is yes, then you probably shouldn't be engaging. And so I kind of took that with me through life. So for me, because I was taught that this is such a special value thing, valuable part of you, there is a lack of understanding on my part that why would you want to, like, open yourself up to that many people. Like, I get it. You have urges. <laughs> like, I I mean, for me, it's just a no. Now, I think people got whatever because I was like, if you have, like, if you're, like, 24 or older, you got, like, more than five, like, you're a little fast. Look, <laughs> take it how you can take it. Like, I truly don't want to offend anyone. I'm not going to call nobody a hoe because I feel like, like, if you're being safe and you're an adult, you have the right to do what you do. But yeah. I feel like I have a right to say that I think that's too much. Yeah. But <laughs> the point is, for people who gave me backlash, my comment to them is, if you felt good about what you were doing mm-hmm. and you were okay with what you were doing, my comment wouldn't upset you. Right. That's if you true. were feeling good about how many people you slept with or whatever – 
you would have been like, oh, whatever, she's crazy. You would have just dismissed me. So the fact that you made a point to even mention me, mention it to me, makes me feel like maybe you have some regret. And that's okay. But my thing, be a woman and say, maybe I made some mistakes. Maybe I shouldn't have slept with so-and-so. Be a woman or a man. Or a man. Because let me, (laughs) hoses and all genders. Let's be clear. Of course. But yes, I, I still believe that it, it's a special thing that it should be thoughtful to me. And I feel like when it's casual, there's not that much thought. And I still think it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as we have in common, some things we just are totally yeah. polar opposites on. It will never. Yeah, to me, it's just like, do what you want to do. As long as you're safe, I don't care. Yeah, Let your freak flag fly. Let's be clear. I ain't saying I don't care who, who's no, with I, who. I know. I'm saying my preference in a uh, mate. I don't care what he's doing. Do what you want to do. And I would just give him the side eye. And that's just it. I didn't say I wouldn't date him, but I would just kind of <laughs> give him the side eye for a minute. Maybe call him a hoe a couple of times to get out my system. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you just ever me. find yourself asking, like, what their number is? Or you just assume? In my dating past, I haven't really had to ask like that. Because she already knew. Because I knew. <laughs> but um, she... Out of, out of your social media <laughs> snooping? <laughs> you found no, out. She, like, straight up, I just knew. We would talk. Like, it's not like that. But, like, I would ask. Like, if I was dating someone and we were together for a while. And I would even make it casual. Like, I'm, it's not like a serious... How many people you've had sex with? I would literally be like, so what is your body count? And he could say 24. And I'd be like, hmm, okay, you're a little fast, 24. <laughs> then I probably would follow up, well, when did you lose your virginity? Because, like, if you lost it early, then you can, I guess, somewhat understand yeah, a little bit. more spread out, yeah. But then if you lost it at, like, you lost it, like, four years ago, then I'm like, hey, that's that's hot. <laughs> Me, I would never He's making up for lost times. <laughs> I mean, I've even asked my parents. Like, I don't. Oh like, no, I would never. No. <laughs> I've asked my parents. I'll pass. <laughs> and my father. Nope. My mother told me straight up. My father was reluctant, but you know, he was a hoe. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was in the military. Uh, oh, I just yeah, asked because I just don't. I don't care. So like, it's none of my business who you were with before me. You with me now. So that's all. That but matters. what about like? baggage crap like because the sex life isn't baggage i get that but like if he's been cheated on and stuff like that that could in part affect your relationship yeah but that's yeah. why i said i'm not asking about body count that don't have nothing to do with body count so yeah you're just talking about what they've been through that's different yeah i'm feeling ganged up on guys. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. he didn't say if he cares right, okay. so we're not ganging up on you yeah, whatever. Yeah. all right so what since you had the show previous and you guys were talking about relationships in college, what are some of the things that um, that are kind of the same that you guys kind of like reoccurring issues? And what are some of the things that, you know, growing up as adults that you're dealing with that you didn't have to deal with relationship wise back then? Um, That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I think back then, a lot of the things that we dealt with, I think was like childish. Like, Agreed. It was like things what would you saying on your social media? Who uh, was you taking pictures with? Queen of the subtweets. <laughs> I think like it was all like so superficial. Yeah, it was superficial. It was extra critical. It, like none of it really actually mattered. And so now I think after like actually dating more than I did before, like and realizing okay, half of that stuff I was worried about before really doesn't matter. 
<clears throat> your social media really doesn't matter. Like none of that really matters. And so like, I realized we were way focused on things that weren't necessary to a successful relationship. And I also think like we've both been hurt and I think that impacts you it teaches a lot you too. A lot, yeah. okay. It's a lot of lessons you learn from that. And so like moving forward, I think that changes our perspective because it's all gravy until you get your feelings hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so now I think, especially because like we are getting older and um, you're kind of like getting to the point where you're wanting something steady. Like she said, now the issues, you're actually looking at like, you know, um, does he have goals and yeah. what's his plan for life? Like things like when I was like 18, 19, I really wasn't asking like, what are your plans? You know what I mean? Like, well, I was asking, what's your major? Like, right, right. And like now you're like, you, 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 you start to wonder like, oh, is he financially stable? And what does he want out of life? Like you start to get into like, the stuff that's important. And, and I know on one of our podcasts, we talked about your wants versus your needs. And I know for myself, after doing that exercise and learning more about what I really need out of a relationship, that's kind of like my focus. So I think also when I was in college, I was focusing on the wants. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you need to be tall and have this type of degree and this is what he needs to do. But like at the end of the day, the wants is not, that's not going to keep you in a healthy, loving, securing relationship. Yeah. The communication, the trust, the affection, stuff like that, that I don't think either one of us was focusing on. No. Um, mm. I just think we matured. Yeah, because I feel I think a lot of opinions we had also were based off of how others viewed us. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily how we viewed ourselves and how we viewed our relationship. Okay. So a lot of that has changed as well. Definitely. So, all right, last question. Um, what is something like, relationship wise you keep like kicking yourself like what you keep making like this this same mistake over again is it like a type of guy or you know something that you constantly do um you can I only kn- see my face right now <laughs> <laughs> i know for me it's probably not asking questions that i need to ask or dealing with like the in between for too long okay. so like not getting clear answers on like what are we doing not getting clear answers on what's the progression what's the end goal i think that's a mistake that i probably have made in every single one of my relationships <laughs> she better know herself <laughs> she wasn't gonna say that i was and so like i know one of my exes it was like on and off for three years because like wow. we weren't clear with one another with what we wanted and like we weren't we didn't have open and honest communication and when it did end it was a bad end because then I really found out what they felt and it mm. wasn't for me, it was for someone else. Wow. And so that's when it finally ended. And what was even worse is that we were friends like for years before. And so like it messed up the friendship tempor- temporarily. Like we're friends now, but all of that could have been avoided if we were both open and honest about our intentions with one another, our feelings with one another and what our end goal was. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I feel like it's two things for me. One, I do not trust people, right? Mm -hmm. I don't. And to give myself an ounce of credit, it's not just in relationships, it's just in life. I don't trust people. Mm -hmm. I have trust issues. (laughs) Um, So that's reoccurring because I think what I've done in my past and sometimes still do, I doubt the person. So it's like, 
if they're telling me something, it's like, why? Why, you know, you love me, why? And some, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how I was. And it didn't help. It didn't help my relationship at all to doubt them all the time, to always be questioning their motives. That's right. yeah. totally unhealthy. And while I've gotten better, that's still a reoccurring thing. And then I think my other thing is just fear. Mm. I... It's like I want something, but I would rather sit back and not go for it or not say something because I'm scared of what will happen. So, like, while I've gotten better at it, um, I think the trust and fear things that kind of still reoccur. Definitely in smaller amounts, but, like, they're still there. I'm still working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's another thing is that we're way more honest about what we're still working on and we're honest about not being perfect. Yeah. And I know before, well, I know for myself before I was like, I, I tried to be a perfect Patty and I tried to um, portray this, this perception of me being perfect and having it all together. And I know that's something that like we, I used to um, show before, but now I'm like honest, like, okay, no, I know this is not right, but this is something that I do and I'm working on it. And so I think that also will, um, make our audience connect with us a little bit more because we're human and we go through things just like anybody else. Yeah, and it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it's sometimes it's helpful. Yeah. You can kind of figure out maybe how to fix things or just like you said, just not feeling alone to be like, oh yeah, I had that problem too. And so it's kind of like we can all grow together, yeah. you know, ourselves and the audience. Because I mean, our blog is about navigating love and life in your 20s that's truly what we're trying to do right now <laughs> yeah and we're just sharing our experiences along the way yeah so Definitely. thank you guys so much for your time i appreciate it um thank can you guys uh, you know let people know how they can reach out to you yeah so you can go to goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com we have a blog and a um, podcast subscribe so you can subscribe and you can find everything there um we're good girls behaving badly on instagram and then you can also search us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and um, Google Play so that you can find our podcast under Good Girls Behaving Badly. Great. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And uh, thank talk you. to you guys later. All right. Thank, thank you. you. And have a good night. You too. All right, there you have it. <laughs> I told you, episode was a lot of fun. Shout out again to Chanel and Sydney, Good Girls Behaving Badly podcast. Check out their podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud. They also got an Instagram page, Good Girls Behaving Badly. A lot of fun. Great content. You got to listen to their podcast. It's fun. I like uh, hearing their conversations, their little debates on different things. So definitely check them out. Thank you again, Sunel and Sydney. I'll talk to you guys next week. Always, always rate and review on iTunes. You can email me, show at averagej.com. Once again, email me, show at averagej.com. You know, give me some feedback. If you love the show, if you hate the show, definitely. I want to hear it all, right? I want to improve. I want to know, get a little bit of love. Um, Thank you once again. Also, all of my social media, I Hate Average Podcasts on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, I Hate Average J-A-Y. Twitter and Snapchat, I Hate Average, J-A-Y. Another week down, I Hate Average Podcast. Talk to you next week.